0: The following conversation is an Audible Archive, recorded with Irina Abramowitz, September 3rd, 2017. Alright, so it's uh, September 3rd, 2017, and I'm sitting with uh, Irene, Bobby Abramowitz.
1: You could you could say, uh, Irene, Bobby Miller Abramowitz.
0: You were you were never given a middle name.
1: Never. I have a Hebrew name. What's that? Well, that's sort of a mystery too. I always heard it was Estelle, but then I heard it was Esther, and then Hadassah.
0: Ah. But,
1: uh, it's a mystery. And I tried to find out, but I never could. They said they didn't keep record of girls. Only the, I guess they kept record of guys.
0: So, uh, what I want to do is I just want to go have a conversation. I've got some questions from Dave. Uncle Dave sent me some questions to ask you.
1: Well, you want to do that, or let me just start out uh, saying something.
0: Let's start out.
1: Okay. Okay. I was raised in Manhattan, Kansas, starting in 1937. I uh, lived in uh, two homes there. I um, was re- uh, until I was about five. I lived in on uh, 1600 Leavenworth, and then we moved to uh, 624 Euston. And that was a traumatic experience because uh, we would go in the summer to visit our grandparents in Kansas City. And one summer, I think I was five, must have been, and we came home and uh, my father moved us. We went to a new house.
0: And you had no idea it was happening?
1: No, my mother didn't either. And I understand she was upset too, but I was so upset that I ran away from home.
0: Really? Yeah. Do you remember the thought process?
1: I just remember being, I just couldn't understand why we were living there when uh, my house is, you know, in another place. Right. So, um, So I ran away from home, but for some reason I knew how to get back to the old house, because the neighbor called my folks, huh. said I was there. <laughs> anyway, the neighborhood that I was in, I remember from like three or four on, that it was a um, um, a lot of plays. It was like, a, they were all interested in, in drama and, and uh, entertainment. In fact, I think a couple of them went to New York or Hollywood. Um, there, there was one famous woman. Her name was. Um, um, anyway, you I don't know if you know the name, but she was well known at the time. And um, anyway, she she took her life. Um, and I don't know what happened to the other people. There was a Homer and a Jim. I don't know what happened to them, but... Those uh, are your neighbors? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. And so you so when you moved though...
1: Well, anyway, let me tell you. Um, in 1937, my father was in the car business and he went, he flew to, uh, California, and he sat next to a movie star, which was Irene Dunn, and she was very well known back then. Anyway, he liked her so well that when he got back, I was born, and he wanted to name me Irene. Oh, really? Yeah, after Irene Dunn.
0: After Irene
1: Dunn. (laughs) So... um, Anyway, I had a good time on Leavenworth. I was very close to my brothers. Uh, I know Earl and Marvin used to walk me to sleep when I was a baby. They, they told me this.
0: They'd put you in a stroller or something? No,
1: they would just walk me back and forth to put me to sleep at night. Ah. Yeah. And... Um, and Vicki? Vicki wasn't born until we moved to uh, the other place. Ah. I was the baby until uh, she came.
0: So, what name your siblings?
1: Well, there was Earl. Earl. Then there was Marvin. Uh huh. Sidney, uh-huh. and S- your father's named after Sid. <laughs> and, uh, and Harris, and Doty, Dorlan. My sister, older sister than me and Vicky.
0: Huh? How come I only have memories of Vicky? I remember Earl. Do you? Yeah. but well, there's three others. Mm-hmm. Four others.
1: Mom had three boys and three girls. Mm. Yeah. And. Um, you laughed
0: a little bit when you were thinking of Sid.
1: Because Sid always never uh, understood why I called. I was named after Marvin when he was called Sid. (laughs) I finally had to tell him, you know, that was his middle name, yeah. I get a a kick out of that. Let's see, we moved to, oh and then let me tell you, um, this was a small town in Manhattan, Kansas. I think in fact Kansas State was a college then, it wasn't a university, but it's a university now. Manhattan's a bigger city now, but uh, I don't remember. um, Evidently, there weren't many Jews there, and there was a lot of, evidently, anti-Semitic situations. Because when we moved to this new house, uh, there was kids in the neighborhood: Kay Ensworth, Evan Davies, and David Fitzy, that we were a a fort. You know, we got together and we'd play together. You know how you play uh, kick the can and war and all that stuff? And um, Kay told me one time that uh, the next door neighbor who was a judge, Judge Fitzy, sent a, uh, what do you call it, a petition Uh out in the neighborhood. They didn't want us to move in. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: And that was your first recollection with something that was anti-Semitic?
1: Well, I didn't realize it was anti-Semitic at the time. Now looking back, it was. Mm. And then I had a situation with a teacher that was anti-Semitic. What happened there? But I didn't know that at the time. Well, she I was in second grade, and um, I had to go to the hospital because it was a ruptured, no, it wasn't ruptured, but it was appendicitis. They did take my appendix out, and I think it was a be- like the beginning of school year. Anyway, I came back, and she t- said, uh, my first day there, she says, go get the paper. We're going to do something in class, and I didn't know where the paper was, and she just <clears throat> went to where it was and threw it on the floor and said, there it is. Pass it out. Anyway, I went home that uh, after school and I wouldn't go back. But my mom, uh, she went and talked with the principal and...
0: Wait, I don't don't understand. Like she just made you, Mm -hmm. she was just rude to you?
1: Oh yeah.
0: And you think it was because you were Jewish?
1: Uh, Well, looking back, I didn't know at the time, but it could have been.
0: Okay. So she was rude. She threw the paper down and said, pass this out?
1: Yeah, pick pick it up and pass them out.
0: Huh. Yeah. Well, anything else happened that you thought was anti-Semitic Mm-mm. at
1: all? No, not at all. I didn't even know there was a problem with uh, with black people until I left, got married and went south. You like know.
0: you didn't know that there was uh, discrimination? No,
1: I didn't know that.
0: Were you around many black people?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, we lived like two blocks away from where all the black people lived, uh-huh. you know, which our street was a nice street. And back there was, uh, I think it was south of Manhattan. they That's where the railroad tracks were.
0: So let's jump around. So when you did realize that there was discrimination going on. That was after you'd been married and you were uh, yeah, with grandpa the first, in the military?
1: First time I realized, cause he got stationed at, um, he was s- stationed in Texas, someplace in Texas. And the first time I realized it, I heard it from Ben because he gave me his uniforms which were dark-colored, you know, his Army uniforms. And he said, take it to the cleaners. And I went to the cleaners, and all the cleaners said, whites only.
2: Uh (laughs) So
1: so that night, when I came home, I said, there was no place to take them. (laughs) They only wanted white. I thought they only wanted white clothes. (laughs) So that was my first uh, aha moment that
0: was probably in like 1958
1: 59 19 we got married in 1958 we had david in 59 so it's 59 I can't think of the name of the uh, place we were at
0: before. but eventually the, the civil rights movement started in the 60s did it i think so mm-hmm. <laughs> Whenever I see Martin Luther King Jr. tapes and stuff. Well, and...
1: when I was there in '59, they had evidently separate fountains, and they had.
0: Uh... And where, you, were, you were in Kansas before that, mm-hmm. and there weren't any, there wasn't any separation.
1: I don't think so. I don't remember it. Hmm. If there was, they huh. did evidently. We didn't have that many, I guess, black people, and.
0: So what was it like growing up in the, with your family? Um, before you, know, you the, met Grandpa, you know
1: that's funny. And when I was in grade school, my best friend was Mary Ellen Martinez. She was probably Mexican, I guess, and she lived right on the railroad tracks. And my mom let me go and spend the night there. And I remember I got um, uh, lice in my hair, mm. so I never went back there.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but she was still my friend.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, you never really had any trouble with kids in school, well,
1: bullying we all, we or teasing? All had, we all had, you mean with color?
0: No, no, just you being teased or bullied no, or anything. No, no,
1: we never uh, I never felt that and I've talked with other people, no there was nothing like that.
0: What was it like with your older brothers and sisters?
1: There was not a problem.
0: Were they out doing their own thing? Mm-hmm.
1: Vicki said there was never a problem, of course we never, uh, my father came from Russia and he was mistreated a lot in Russia for being Jewish and he wouldn't let us practice our religion because he didn't, he wanted pork in the house and he wanted, my mom made the best pork chops, (laughs) (laughs) stuffed pork chops. And and he uh, he wouldn't let us talk about religion. He wouldn't let us tell anyone about our religion. So. Um,
0: so you almost really didn't even have a religion.
1: Well, I went to church with my friends.
0: But you didn't really go to synagogue or. Oh no. Oh, so how'd you? You didn't even know you were Jewish then.
1: No, I knew I was Jewish, but we knew to keep it secret.
0: So the, the at night or at dinner. Your father would talk about it, or just no, have conversations no. with you? No. You just knew you were Jewish, but we can't mm-hmm. do it.
1: Well, he let my mom, when she first got married, she kept kosher, because her, her family was kosher. You know, she was raised that way. And, and her mother would send the kosher food by bus to Manhattan. But Dad didn't want that, he, um, so she stopped doing it. So he, she talked for him.
0: Does that make sense to you, what your dad did?
1: Well, that's what he did. Yeah, but... I mean, I think it affected all of us.
0: Say cause... Say we were in Nazi Germany right now. Mm-hmm. Would you have a problem, you know, concealing the fact that your your identity is Ju- Judaism, Jewish identity?
1: No, I wouldn't bother me. I mean... Uh because see I, I grew up like that I grew up to hide the fact
0: ah.
1: I, and I've been reading about this in the uh, in Amer- in United States uh, or even other countries they're called Moranos they live the Jewish life they know they're Jewish but they don't uh, they keep it to themselves
0: so I've got a couple of questions from Dave here. Now that we're on the timeline, okay. So, uh, what is your earliest memory?
1: Probably three or four, three or four years old, when I, we used to do plays where I lived on Leavenworth. can you know on the street? Did you Le-
0: plays in the street?
1: No, I lived on the street was Leavenworth. Uh-huh. That's where I lived, sixteen hundred Leavenworth. But um, I just remember the plays, and I remember. My next door neighbor, Jimmy, uh, had a playhouse, a, uh, a treehouse. We used to go up there and play.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, we,
1: I, uh, if you think back, I had a charmed life. Hmm,
0: uh, what, what about your father? Can you tell us what he did, what was he like, and how your relationship was with him?
1: My, uh, say that again, What's, what did you wanna know?
0: Your father? Yeah. What did he What did he do? You mentioned cars. Oh
1: yeah, he he sold automobiles, Pontiacs, and GMC trucks. When I, when I remember, he used to he started out selling brooms door to door. When he came from Russia, uh-huh. he was in World War One, and his brother Harry lived in Manhattan. That's why he came there.
0: And what was uh, your relationship like with him?
1: It was fine. He was, um, he scared me a little because uh, when we moved to Houston, that new house, I I, uh, wanted to sleep with him in the the bedroom. Mm -hmm. So my mom fixed in the closet, there was a place there. She made a bed for me. So I'd sleep in the bedroom.
0: In the closet? Uh Uh Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. Because the other rooms were upstairs. You know, I didn't want to go upstairs. I was afraid to. Yeah. So uh, after a while, my dad uh, was screaming and hollering. I remember saying, she can't sleep here anymore. She's got to go and have her own room. (laughs) And that scared me.
0: So what about your mom? Like, um, Where was she born, and, and how did she and your dad meet?
1: My mom was born when my uh, grandparent, her f- parents got off the ship from Poland. Um, uh, she was born in New, uh, New Jersey, uh, Jersey City. And uh, what was the next Do you
0: year? remember how her and your father met?
1: Oh, my father w- with his car business was in Kansas City, I guess, to pick up a car. And I guess he ended up there on 18th Street, 18th and Pasale, where my uh, grandparents had a uh, dry goods business. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, at that time, it was a black area. You know, he sold to, to black people. And, I, and, I, and he had relatives, had other stores around. I remember there were cousins and things. I think on uh, on my grandfather's side. Yeah.
0: Did your mom ever work at all, or did she just help raise the kids? Or? She
1: raised the kids. Okay. She was busy raising kids.
0: And she, how old were your parents when they married? Do you know?
1: Yeah, my mom was probably right out of high school. She might have been. Uh, I think they got married in nineteen twenty-three because I think Earl was born in 1924. They were married on New Year's. And they met, uh, from what I understand, Mom was sitting outside the store in a chair, and Dad walked by. And I don't know what he was doing down there. Maybe he knew there was a a Jewish girl there and he wanted to meet her. Uh I don't know how this happened.
0: Yeah the the judar locator <laughs> I'm going to find me one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think he was looking for a wife.
0: Do you remember your dad being home often?
1: Well, my dad uh, always came home for lunch or else he, and I know he always wanted to listen to uh, the news. Mm. It was all of Sword, he'd listen to the news and we all had to be quiet while we ate. So On the he, radio, you uh-huh. listen? Yeah.
0: Do what kind of- We didn't
1: what, have television.
0: What kind of music were you listening to when you were younger?
1: You mean at that time? Yeah. Doris Day. When I was just a little What kind of movies <laughs> were you
0: watching? or?
1: The, the earliest, Thing I remember about music is uh, was Elvis Presley and and uh, Fats Domino.
0: Um, I remember that time. What did you think about? What did you think about Elvis and Fats?
1: Elvis and what?
0: Fats Domino.
1: Oh, I like the music. Yeah, we danced to it. I mean, this is probably in high school then.
0: So you're basically your your elementary and anything um, meaningful or inflection points that you experienced in elementary school and middle school leading up to high school. Can you remember anything pertinent that happened?
1: Well, I remember uh, I always had a boyfriend. Always, <laughs> always from second grade on. There was David Lawrence that went on up and. And then in fifth grade, I had my first date with Bob Conover.
0: What was the date?
1: We went to a movie. And then we went for a soda.
0: Did he try to hold your hand?
1: I don't remember that. Uh It was just, you know, I remember we exchanged Christmas gifts. I gave him a a chemistry set, and he gave me, I forget what. (laughs) Could have been a bracelet. But, you know, but he died of aids
0: oh he did mhm how old was he
1: oh he he was uh, cuz we had our um our um, reunion high school reunion and i think it was i don't know how old he was he must have been it wasn't
0: he, right after the date was over though oh no
1: he, he no, no. Okay. <laughs> but Okay. I just wanted to you know he so he must have been gay, you know
0: maybe maybe magic Johnson got AIDS, and he's he's not gay
1: yeah, but he was uh with a mate
0: with bob, a bob
1: when when Bob came to the reunion, he brought his boyfriend oh,
0: so he had a boyfriend <laughs> okay, so you so what about the next and day? I
1: don't think he ever dated I don't remember him ever dating anyone else
0: besides you uh-huh. So what, what, who was the next person you did? When's the first time you were holding hands and smooching and stuff like that? Let's see, this was fifth grade, sixth
2: grade.
1: I don't know, probably, you mean, well, like when we got into junior high, we had Teen Town.
0: What's Teen we, Town?
1: Well, we'd go to this place and dance, you know, on Friday nights. Uh huh. Saturdays we'd go to the movie house, you know, go to the movie and see the serials. You know, they always had every week there was something would happen and then you'd have to wait till the next week to see what happened. Yeah. They don't do that anymore, do they? No, only (laughs) on,
0: even on Netflix now, they, you can watch the next episode right away for shows. Yeah. But, but what about, uh, your first kiss? Do you remember your first kiss?
1: Hmm. Probably be in probably uh, oh god hmm. I don't know probably was in high school um, and then um,
0: mine was in in a hot tub underwater
1: oh no kidding yeah huh it
0: just we got well, dared they're... to do it and it just happened
1: oh you're playing dare. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, and how old were you?
0: I was probably 14.:
1: hmm. Gee, I don't remember. I remember that. What
0: about because your...
1: Because I, I wasn't I was friendly and had lots of dates, but I don't remember, you know, because I knew that I knew I was Jewish and I knew that I, I would only marry a Jewish guy.
0: You knew that the whole time. I,
1: yeah, I knew that. I, I, for some reason, I got the message. Hm. So, um, I think.
0: Do you think that's were, important?
1: Well, uh, to my, to my thinking, you know. Yeah. Because that's how my father uh, and mom brought us up. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm. I don't know. If I, you know, I I don't know. Uh I think what's important is that two people care for each other. Maybe religion is important, I don't know.
0: So how so I can't tell you. So when was the when was the um your first serious boyfriend?
1: Oh, probably in high school. Probably uh, his name was Bob Ash. He was a nice kid.
0: How long were you with him for?
1: Oh, was, um, maybe two years but, or a year. I don't remember.
0: Was he Jewish?
1: No. I never dated any. There was no Jewish guys around. Oh. <laughs> I didn't... Uh, and they, also,
0: people didn't know you were Jewish either.
1: Oh, they, I think they knew. Oh. <laughs> I think they knew. Because <laughs> whenever there was anything... Uh, when we're writing down anything in the auditorium and it always says your religion or whatever Uh I always noticed people would go and and try to see what I put down Ah. I could sense it yeah so but I'd never put Jewish down
0: so what so here's another Dave question okay what was your worst memory during these times
1: my worst memories yeah during what times?
0: Well, now we're all the way up through high school.
1: Well, my worst times was uh, my, my brother coming back from World War II, Marvin died. He came back and, uh, and he was, he looked like he'd been in a concentration camp and he couldn't eat. And uh, he died at, uh, in, a uh, I think, a VA hospital in Topeka.
0: Did he come back with injuries?
1: Mm. He just couldn't eat. He just wasted away.
0: Did you ever get to talk to him? Mm. Did Mm-mm. he Did he say anything or describe anything?
1: Mm. He built me a um, a clubhouse in the backyard.
0: After he was back.
1: Well, he he built it before he left, and when he came back, he put the floor in. The floor mm-hmm. wasn't in. He hadn't finished it. He he was good with his hands.
0: What do you think he died of?
1: They don't know, they didn't ever said anything. He just died.
0: Was he shocked from the experience you think?
1: I think so. Or he could have gotten something like, I know uh, your grand, Ben, when he came back from Vietnam, he was, I didn't recognize him. He was just uh, skin and bones and he could eat anything, but he was eating and it would go right through him. Yeah. And he had tropical sprue. Yeah. Yeah, but so he probably had something, but at that time, this was back in the 40s, 1940s, 1945, 46, he died I think in 1947.
0: How did your family respond?
1: Oh, we were all sad. He was buried in Topeka. Topeka was our go place for for things Jewish, you yeah. know marriage and buried huh but um
0: did it make you question anything about what it was all for? What do you mean the war life, death
1: I never questioned anything, no, not really. Yeah. I just lived my life
0: yeah
1: but i i I really missed Marvin he was one of my favorites. Marvin and Harris. No, Marvin and Earl. Yeah. Marvin and Earl were my favorite brothers. And I wasn't very nice to my sisters because um, I don't know why, I just wasn't nice to my sisters yeah. until we got married.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: then it changed.
0: What do you think changed?
1: I probably matured.
0: mm. Yeah. <laughs> You realize it's almost like you grow up and you're in this little bubble, which is your family. Mm-hmm. Then you go make your own bubble and you realize, like, you know, mm-hmm. I took these people for granted, kind of. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I, I I felt a difference, too, with my mom. Um, I took her for granted, and I really appreciated her after... Oh, uh... Anyway... anyway. And then the second thing in in grade school was my father died when I was in sixth grade. Oh, really? Yeah, that was, that was, it was sort of funny. I, it's just, um, it, it, the yelling stopped. Because yeah. he had a loud voice and he would yell. You know, he yelled for me to get out of the bedroom when I was five. Then he would yell to not talk when the news was on. Seems like he was always yelling. <laughs> but he had just had a, ru- a a voice that was loud. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: and then how did he die?
1: He had a heart attack.
0: He had a heart attack?
1: Mm-hmm. He died um, uh, Halloween night.
0: Halloween night? Mm-hmm. Same as Harry Houdini. Oh, did he? I think so.
1: I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. I think I remember that. <laughs> Yeah, it was 1949, I think. How old were you? I was in sixth grade, so.
0: Well, do you remember what happened, what you guys did? Like, how did you respond? I was
1: probably 12. Huh? How did I respond? Well, my mom mom took it real bad. My mom, uh, for a year, in fact, she started smoking. I remember she had nicotine around her. Her lips and her fingers. Mm.
0: How'd you guys survive without his source of income?
1: Well, Earl took over the business. Oh, he did? Yeah, Earl and Harris. Well, Harris was too young then. But Earl took over the business and June was there. And and they lived next door. Your brother did? Mm-hmm. Okay. Earl and, Earl, uh, Earl and June lived next door with the uh, poor June's
0: kid. Earl's wife, mm-hmm. not your sister. No,
1: June. But she was like a sister. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and she had four kids, and so I used to go babysit.
0: Huh.
1: And she probably remembers, I remember when I babysat, this was probably in eighth grade, or I forget the grade. Anyway, and I remember Bob used to come over and uh, babysit with me. Huh.
0: Yeah. Cool. That was your boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so... Uh...
1: And I don't know if they knew that he was there or not. He might have been after the kids went to bed. He'd come over and keep me company.
0: So did you have any idea of what you wanted to do while you were in high school?
1: Yeah, I always wanted to get married and have three kids.
0: That's what you wanted?
1: That's what I wanted. That was my goal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, tr- I did not want to go to college.
0: You didn't even want to?
1: Nope. And my brother, Harris... Uh, put me in his convertible one day and took me to Texas because he was there when he was in the Air Force. He was stationed there, around there. Austin, Texas? I don't know. It might have been someplace where it's an Air Force base. And he wanted me to, to see this um, university. He, that's where he wanted me to go to college. He said the sorority girls... Girls there were really nice, but um, then we came back. I said, I didn't want to go. So then he said, then you're going to MU, Missouri. So he took me to MU and of course it was late in the season. So I didn't have a nice room. I had, it was temporary dorms.
0: You actually went.
1: I actually went, he had me go, yeah. So I went to there and, and I didn't like it.
0: How long were you there for?
1: One semester.
0: One semester. One
1: semester. Then I came home and he, and he wanted me to finish, so I went to Kansas State.
0: You went to Kansas State yeah. after that?
1: Mm-hmm. For the next semester.
0: So you did a whole year of school even though you didn't want to do school.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't want college. Oh, before that though, I I went with a girlfriend on a train. We went to Texas, Fort Worth, Texas, uh, because I wanted to be a beautician. I wanted to do hair. Yeah. And uh, cosmetology, and um, I got homesick. Hmm. And uh, June and I don't know if Mom was in the car or not, but June came and got me. I called up and said, "You got to get me right now. I want to come home."
0: Yeah. Yeah. Was that after college or before? No, that was right
1: after high school.
0: Okay. Then I mean, you did the college thing. Did you stay away when you went to college? Like you stayed at the dorms? Mm-hmm. What oh, did you but, not like about it?
1: I don't know. But I I went with a car, so I'd come home on weekends. Hmm.
0: But in the back of your mind, you knew you wanted to just get married and have kids. hmm How did that happen?
1: What do you mean, how did that happen?
0: You're in high school. You go to beauty school for... A yeah, little bit. Yeah, then went, you go to college for a year. Yeah. So when are you dating people? Are you, do you have any clue of how it's gonna happen or what you're gonna do to make it happen?
1: College. Well, then I I started dating Jewish guys.
0: How'd you find him? Because I
1: was looking for a husband. Well, I was you know I was ready to get married. How did I find him? Yeah. Well, they were at college. Jewish guys and I got uh actually I got uh pinned to a, a Jewish guy at Kansas State
0: what does that mean Pin. well he
1: was a fraternity guy yeah and he gave me his uh, fraternity pin
0: what does that mean it that means you're, you're,
1: you're engaged to be engaged
0: oh really yeah that means you've held hands
1: oh yeah yeah okay yeah
0: and what made you not want to stay pinned with this guy
1: well, I went to his New York, where he was, where he lived. <clears throat> and, and it just wasn't for me because yeah. I, I knew we'd be living in New York and I, he, w- he was from Yonkers, New York, and I, uh, I just I just sent back his pen and his pictures and everything he gave me. I sent it back.
0: Was he heartbroken?
1: Probably not. Huh. Probably
0: not. I don't know. What was it? What's it like? What was it like though? Like when you're dating, and you are you guys talking about how you how you think, how you feel, mm-hmm. how you see the world?
1: Yeah, yeah. We are
0: exchanging yeah. energy. Uh huh. Yeah. So it must have been a little tough to for to get when when you set sent him his stuff and he gets it and realizes. Well, it wasn't
1: tough for me because I knew it, he wasn't the one. Ah. Yeah. <clears throat> and he he probably would know it too you know he probably felt it
0: yeah Yeah. the way i look at it if someone someone says i'm not the one i know for sure that i'm not the one (laughs) you know it's like Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you know it can be tough to tell sometimes but you definitely know you're not the one if the other person doesn't want to be with you (laughs) because you kind of have to have you have to want to be around each other yeah so how? I
1: think I I went in uh, to New York that time because he was having some kind of a there was a wedding or something. He wanted me to go with him, you know, as a date. Yeah. That's why he had me come in. And um, I remember I didn't have a, a dress to wear to a, a nice wedding, and and I and I borrowed June's. I I, I just can't believe it because I don't know how that worked out.
0: That what? you borrowed that. June.
1: That. I got a, a, a. I remember it was a pink dress from June. And I wore that. I remember it felt, you know, it didn't fit me right, but.
0: Hmm. <laughs> so, what What year is this? How old are you when all this is going on?
1: Let's see, probably 20.
0: 20. Yeah. So, the year is probably 1957.
1: 37 and 20.
0: 57?
1: 57. yeah.
0: What are you listening to? What music?
1: 56 or 57.
0: You're listening to Elvis still?
1: Yeah. Elvis. Because I know the Beatles didn't become popular until I was married and we were in Germany. I remember hearing the Beatles for the first time, Hold My Hand. Yeah. Remember that song? And I thought, wow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you liked it? Oh, yeah. I liked the Beatles, and I liked uh, Elvis. I was an Elvis fan.
0: So it looks like we're almost at the point to how you met Grandpa. Okay,
1: is there anything else to tell you?
0: Well, I know that
1: a, a, a horrible thing that... Oh, I remember being um, embarrassed in high school when... Goodnight Irene was a. you know the song Goodnight Irene? I've heard of it. Okay. When that got popular, that was on for 13 straight weeks on the hit parade. And I was always so embarrassed when that. I don't know why.
0: Well, it has your name in it. Everyone's yeah. talking about it, everyone's yeah. listening to it.
1: Yeah. I was just embarrassed about it. Uh, and then uh, the guy I was dating when I was a senior. Um, on, New, on New Year's, um, he was in a car accident. It was a single car accident. They were drinking and he was killed.
0: Think while that you was, were dating him?
1: No, he had he went with the guys and, and I went with the girls. We went separate uh, places on New Year's.
0: That was on New Year's?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he, that was a bad thing. He was drinking and driving?
1: He wasn't drinking and driving. This other guy was drinking and uh, was driving. Oh. I God. think there was about four guys in the car.
0: Is that why you you always tell everyone to be careful on New Year's?
1: Yeah. I don't Not like... only
0: just for yourself, but for other people that are out there. Yeah, I
1: don't like people going out for New Year's.
0: Hmm. <clears throat> was it a shock? You, of course it was a shock. But how did you how did you process it?
1: Well, we were just all—all all of us. I mean, he was a very popular guy. We were all upset. I remember the girls um, came to my house that morning, the next morning, and—and and they even brought me a cross, you know, to wear. Mm. You know, and June said, "You know what? You take each end and break it off, and it's a mezuzah." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, but that, and that's all I remember about that, because uh, I don't know what happened to that cross or anything. Hmm. Yeah. Man. But they thought that would soothe me, you know. To what, have do
0: you, what do you think about that? I was on the drive up here, and I just kept seeing billboard after billboard, and one of them had zombies on it, all saying, get right with Jesus, basically. Really? Yeah.
1: You mean uh, when you got in Florida?
0: On the way here from Georgia to Florida, there was billboards that was just like, "Have you found Jesus.org" or something.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, what, how do you feel about the stories that we tell in search of meaning? Like even Judaism, even the Torah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How do you feel about all this stuff? Is there magic in the world?
1: Is hmm. there? I believe there's uh, someone watching over us. That's why. You know, I just, I just feel, um, I feel good about my life.
0: Do you ever pray?
1: Do I ever pray? Not um, to myself. It's yeah, to inside, yourself. Yeah, inside. Yeah. But you don't. I do- always. I. I always in in the morning always thank God for life.
0: That's what I'm asking
1: inside inside
0: So you do it every morning. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're grateful Mm
1: Mm-hmm,
0: and you say in your head. What do you say in your head? In the mornings
1: just thank you
0: When you wake up Mm mm-hmm Huh, I always ask for the I say thank you and I always ask I want to be creative So I ask Mm -hmm. for that too. Have you ever asked for things?
1: No, I don't ask for things because I know it's it's in, it, it it it's up to me. It's up to me. Hmm. Maybe I do. I don't know. I don't know about that. But I, I'm always saying thank you. But when when things are going well.
0: What about when things are going bad?
1: Hmm. I I guess there's a lull. I just know that I'm very grateful when things are going well. I don't know what I feel when it. Well, we'll just, I, I don't think negative. I don't think negative, I can't. It's not in my being. Me either. Yeah.
0: I can look at worst case scenarios. Mm-hmm. I can understand them, but I don't believe in them.
1: Yeah, but I take a, a, a scenario and I make it good. Yeah. You do the same. Oh yeah. yeah, I can
0: do it so easily. It, yeah. It's a problem. Like it's it can be a problem. <laughs> you know. Yeah,
1: but it but it it's it's good for yourself.
0: Yeah, because yeah. there's no, I mean, we have I mean, to decide what the world is. We have to mm-hmm. decide how our lives are. Mm-hmm. So how we choose to interpret the events and the experiences we have is all that really matters.
1: That's right. I I always thought to myself, and I and I feel this this way everyone has problems in the world. Even the same problems, it's how you react to them that makes them different. That's how I feel.
0: Did you ever learn any of this stuff or is it just natural to you?
1: I don't know, no, it's just how I feel.
0: It seems like, it's same here, it always seems natural to me but then when I learn about that it's a school of philosophy or a way of mm-hmm. thinking that can be taught and translated.
1: They say that but but uh, I think there's some people that are so negative you can't uh, unteach them. Unless maybe there's a a happening that happens what
0: were what were some of the other happenings that you had in your life that were inflection points before you met grandpa before we get into the second half of the story. Anything with your brothers and sisters?
1: I can't think of anything. I think I've told you everything.
0: All right.
1: Let's... I know that that guy used, you that first serious friendship I had with Bob. Uh, Ash, not Bob Con, not the other one from fifth grade. Yeah. Turned gay. He left because his father was in the military, and they went. They were stationed in Japan.
0: And that's what ended the relationship.
1: Well, yeah but he uh, he would send me things from japan, but i um uh, I don't remember if I continued anything there i don't remember mm. I just remember he i got nice gifts from him
2: nice
0: <laughs> so you're twenty years old yeah. nineteen twenty you did one year of college
1: Well, a semester at m u and a semester at case state after that semester at k state. Then I went to work for Earl and Harris. Harris was uh, working then, by then. He was selling, I think, O'smobiles across the street. They were across from each other. And I worked there and that's when I um, t- uh, met at uh, uh, Miller Pontiac, is when I met uh, Ben. How'd it happen? Oh, how did it happen? Um, my father had died, but you know, I told you in 49. Yeah. And then June came, was in the family. Uh, in fact, June came in the family a year before he died, two years before he died, I think, because June had Stephanie, and they named her Stephanie Ann Miller, so for Sam. And then after Dad died, June had a, another baby, and that's when they named him Samuel Joseph Miller after Dad. Hmm. Okay, so um, so so when June came in the family, she expressed to everybody she was Jewish. Cause she w- was very close to her grandmother, who was very Jewish, and she would go there and help her and with the cooking and stuff. Uh-huh. So she brought it to Manhattan, Kansas, and and then at that time, there started to be more Jewish families. This was back in, they got married in 48, I think. But anyway, and they formed a Sunday school, and that's where Vicki and I have different views of our family, because Vicki remembers doing things Jewish. Because June came in the family,
0: right? Yeah. So you you remember the times when you didn't, but you no. also remember when it changed. What does that have to do with uh, how how you met Grandpa?
1: Oh, I went to my first Jewish uh, function. It was a Passover seder.
0: It was your first one ever, Mm-hmm. and you were twenty.
1: Hmm. Huh. No, I met your I met Grandpa when I was twenty one.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. so you went, had you went to the seder and he was there.
1: Yeah, he was military and um, the rabbi at at Port Riley, his name was actually Rabbi Miller, and um, he, um, you know, had the Jewish guys come into Manhattan for a seder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I happened to be dating a, a guy from Fort Riley then.
0: You were dating somebody when you met him?
1: Yeah, well, he was just a friend. He wasn't anyone I was really interested in. But you
0: held hands with him?
1: I don't even think, maybe. I might have, I don't remember. Okay. He was just, uh, his name was Jay Rugal, I think. I don't remember. Anyway, so he was there. So I went because I wouldn't go to any of these functions. But this one I went to because Jay was going to be there, so I went. And what happened? I saw your father, not your father, I, I saw a, a Ben across the room. And he was, you know, when it, when it came to the Hebrew, he was talking. And I was very impressed, you know, the things that he could do he could talk Hebrew, you know, and all that.
0: So he was demonstrating his value. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and he was he was what I was looking for in a husband. He was tall and he was to me he was handsome,
0: stern. <clears throat> <clears throat> what? Was he stern? Strong? He was
1: strong, but I don't know about stern. He he was just um at that time he was soft-spoken.
0: Did you see a boy or did you see a man?
1: I saw a man. Ah. Well, even Jay Regal was a man. Yeah. They were both in the military. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, and I was impressed. Um, I did see him, but then I understand uh, he went to my brother, he didn't know that was my brother, Earl, in the hall, and he says, who's that girl over there? He saw me, And, and he says, well, that's my sister Irene. He says, "Would you introduce me to her?" And I guess uh, Ben was from the old school, and um, and Earl said, "You're you're a what do he you say?" He's, ben would probably remember. That. You're an adult. Yeah, like that. You're a man, or you're an yeah. adult. You, you do it yourself, you know. Yeah. So he did. He uh, he came over. By that time, uh, I had gotten into the car. We were parked in the front there. And the, and the Passover Seder was in a church basement. So it was outside the church. And he came over to the car and said, um, uh, he said his name and said, uh, do you want to go out tomorrow night?
0: And this was the first thing he said to you?
1: Uh-huh. Well, he I'm sure he said, said other things, but he, he wanted, in fact, he wanted to do something that night, I think. He wanted to take me home, and um, I said, I I'm, I'm, am I came with my mom anyway. So then he called the next day, and, at, and I told him I worked at Miller Pontiac, and he called, and I says, well, and he wanted to go out, and I says, well, it was my mom's birthday, and I said, well, we're going to Keck's. And have her birthday party. And I found out uh, later that he was he was a Kex with his friends, with a, a Bill Bavan, who was actually his best man when he got married. huh. And um,
0: um, So when did the first date actually happen?
1: Well, that, that night, because he says, well, after when you guys get home, I'll come by and, and pick you up after dinner. Okay. I said, well, okay.
0: And what happened then?
1: We went to um, Fort Riley Officers Club, and we ate, or I don't know if we ate, because I had eaten, but we danced and probably had Cokes, you know, whatever. And... Um, and then we saw each other from then on. Every day? Mm-hmm. He would come over to the house
0: after How s- work. How soon until you got married?
1: Well, that we met April and then he had, well, the next date, that was that date. and the next time he came by to go someplace, he says, well, let's get married.
0: The second date?
1: Mm-hmm. See, he did he like, tell
0: you he liked you before that? Like, Was he, he must, like, yeah, I really like you. Yeah,
1: he must have. He must have. I just remember him saying. Like, you're
0: not like any girl I've ever met. Like, yeah. Did well, he, he give said, you any he, lines?
1: Well, he said that if we get married, he said, I want you to know that uh, if we have a girl, her name's going to be Olga after my mother. Olga.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Olga. So he's the reason you don't have any girls. <laughs> <laughs> Olga didn't want to be born.
1: <laughs> not yet. <laughs> But, you know, there's an Olga in the family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sheila, Olga, and Howard. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So there is an Olga.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what was it, so did you notice any difference with how your life was once you start seeing Grandpa? You're seeing him every day, is it like the person you used to be kinda isn't as important as what's happening now?
1: Well, I just knew that uh, we were gonna live our life together.
0: You just knew it. I knew it. He didn't even have to convince you.
1: No. Uh -uh. And when he said that, uh, you know, he he said that the second date. He said, you know, I had a dream we were going to get married. That's how he put it.
0: Huh.
1: Yeah. And then we. And then he started talking about uh, the name had to be Olga. He told me things. Now I didn't realize that his career was military.
0: Oh, you didn't know. I I didn't
1: realize that. I didn't realize that because I thought, you know, my brothers when they got in the Army, I mean not Army, but my brother was a Marine, one was a Navy, one was Air Force. I thought it was always just a, uh, you know, a short stint in the military. But I caught on fast.
0: After you got married though.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, we got married so fast. We got married in the military uh, chapel.
0: A month after y'all met? Uh,
1: we, we met April. He went, in May, he went away on a uh, military thing, you know, a um, where they go away and practice. Oh yeah, training or Training, or yeah. That was May and we got married
0: in June. Wow, so mm-hmm. what happened next? Well, let's just say this, when you got married, what was, the, what was the exciting thing about it for you?
1: Oh, just having somebody that uh, I could really care for and they would care for me. And, and I never got homesick after that. Really? Never, never. I wanted to go wherever he went.
0: Could you have felt that way with any of the people that you dated previously? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was something about Grandpa.
1: Mm-hmm. He was what I was looking for.
0: Is he still what you're looking for?
1: Well, I thought that all Jewish guys were like my brothers, uh-huh. and he wasn't like that. He was very open. My brothers, we were all uh, quiet people. I mean, we were talkative, but we were, you know, we didn't want to bring any attention to ourselves. <laughs> Where Grandpa... You know, he'd walk in a room and uh, he just
0: uh, he took, over. He yeah. took over. He took over. Would you say that's an Abramowitz trait?
1: Uh huh. Yeah. What do you think that is? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you you don't have it, do you? you? You. But I have
0: I have this need to you know I want to be in front of an audience.
1: Oh really? You don't yeah. mind? We'll see me. I want an audience. Yeah. Oh, see me. But and I'm tactful. I, yeah. Me and my family, my sister, my brothers, never wanted to be, have attention on ourselves. Mm. We could never get in front of people and talk, mm. ever.
0: I mean, when I think about your, your kids, Dave, Sid, and Alan, I mean, charismatic is a, mm-hmm. it's a, not a strong enough word for how they enter rooms or be around mm-hmm. people.
1: Oh yeah, they, they find it very easy. And I find it easy to talk to people, but I have to, I, I don't know, I, it has to be low-key. I, I don't want to lead, hmm. you know. And it's we're, like... We're, Grandpa, that's all he wants to do. That's all be. he wants to do. He be. does not want to be a follower.
0: No. <laughs> and none of, the, none of the boys are, really.
1: Well, except for Sid. I think Sid uh, doesn't mind following yeah sid Sid is uh,
0: they say the best leaders need to follow uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they say this yeah. is they say you should always be following someone better than you mm-hmm. like you should always keep your eye mm-hmm. there's always someone who's doing it better whatever it is you're doing
1: yeah whatever
0: so when so when did you get how soon until you got pregnant with Dave?
1: Oh right away I had him nine months t- uh, after we got married really yeah.
0: So, um, since we're on the subject of Dave, uh-huh. <laughs> why, why did you marry Grandpa? I think we already covered that, right? Why? Why. Yeah, we got that. Yeah. So, when David was born, mm-hmm. who was there to help you? And was Grandpa in the room when Dave was born?
1: Well, uh, the firstborn. Well, Mom... See, when when I met uh, your father... Fo- uh, when I met... Um, uh, Grant, uh Ben, we mom and Vicki and I were going to move to to California because there were there was someone there that I was interested in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but that ended. So mom and Vicky um, rented the place in Manhattan because because they gave their house to Harrison uh, Phyllis. Uh, Harris and Phyllis lived there. So when I had the baby, when I had David, I had David in Manhattan. I didn't go to the Post and had the
0: baby. Right.
1: And so I had Vicky and Mom there. I had a lot of help.
0: Where was Grandpa?
1: He was working at Fort Riley. Okay. That, that was his job. And then he got orders for um, Korea. I think David was about 6 months old.
0: So all right. So I want to do each boy in order. So let's yeah. start with Dave first. So what did you what did you have in mind for him when he was born? and you saw him, mm-hmm. did you have any sort of sense about what type of person he would be or anything at all? No,
1: but I wanted him to be. I was going to name him Joseph David cuz I wanted to say JD. Yeah. JD. But your father came in the day after I had him, and, and he said automatically, I, I'd i like him to be uh, called David Joseph.
0: Huh.
1: He cha- switched it around. DJ. DJ. But, so, st- but he was a David.
0: Is Joseph his middle name? Mm-hmm. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. All right, so It, we'll, it
1: could have usually have been Joseph David.
0: So, <laughs> so this is interesting, because by the time... <laughs> I mean, Dave isn't even consciously aware yet. He's still a baby by the time you have Sid. He's a year old by the time he has. Yeah, well,
1: then I had Sid, mom and Vicki moved to California. And Ben went on to uh, Korea. And I lived with mom and and Vicki. And then Sid was born in California.
0: All right, so what were your first thoughts for Sid? Your ideas, any emotional feelings about who he would be or what he no, would be?
1: No, I, I never really thought about that.
0: Was just a baby?
1: Just a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sid.
0: Sid was born in California.
1: Yeah, Culver City, California. With David, uh, his circumcision was done in the hospital. It's, I think it's seven days later or something. Mm-hmm. So I didn't come home from the hospital. In those days, you stayed there until the circumcision was done. Yeah. And we waited seven days to do it. Um, by Jewish law. Yeah. This is your. This is Ben's idea. Right. So, um,
0: just to be clear, we are talking about David's penis, David, right? Yeah, now. Okay. <laughs>
1: circumcision. Okay. And then with Sid, my mother wanted. You know, don't forget, my mom was brought up Orthodox. My mom wanted a moil for Sid.
0: What's that? Just no penis at all? What? A moil? A moil
1: is someone. That's all he does for a living. He got circumcisions. He's a, a very oh, so you want to get one of those guys? Just a very religious man. Wow! So we took De- uh, Sid to the after it the eight days. We took him to the Moyle and he did it. Huh. And my brother and uh, Sammy Joe came in for that.
0: Who was here to help with uh, with Sid when Sid was born?
1: Well, I was Still? living. I was living with Mom and uh, Vicky.
0: And where was Grandpa?
1: In Korea.
0: He was in Korea at this point.
1: Yeah, and when he came back, uh, Sid was at the age of what David was when he left. Oh wow! And and David was a year old, you know, a year old. And Alan? Well, Alan didn't come till later. He came, and then we went, and then we went to um, Fort um, Fort Bragg, I think.
0: You all moved to Fort Bragg, is that and I where had you're...
1: and I had the two boys.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That mm. was that was probably difficult for me because I remember having a hard time.
0: Just you and Grandpa, that was it.
1: Yeah. Just... And,
0: and the two boys. Mm-hmm. And
1: yeah. that's that's another time I felt uh, anti-Semitism because uh, everyone there thought they knew Ben was Jewish, but they didn't think I was. Huh. And when they found out, because this one gal asked me if I was Jewish, and I said, yeah. You know, at that time, I was was honest. And what happened? The friendship ch- changed.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. What's so bad about being Jewish? I don't know. I, I don't understand it. Me either. But don't forget, that's how they're brought up.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I think a lot of it that they're taught in the church in Sunday school, you know, if you that don't. That we're
0: going to hell because we don't yeah. believe in Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I. That's what I always figured as a kid. I was always mm-hmm. told you're going. Well, aren't you afraid of going to hell? And I'd be like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in hell. <laughs> I get to not believe in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heaven is on earth.
0: Yeah, I agree. hmm So, so what? Uh, so you've got two boys. A year and two years old. You're in Fort Bragg.
1: Two and one, yeah. Two and one. No, that was they were six. Al, uh, Sid must have been six months and a year. Yeah, they were very young. That's
0: a lot to handle.
1: It was. I know. I had, I had um, a difficult time. I had like a mini breakdown there. What happened? I just, uh, I just felt. I woke up one morning. I didn't want to live. Mm. <laughs> I could I didn't think I could handle it. What'd you do? But, well, mom and, uh, and um, Vicki uh, came in the area.
0: Did you call them?
1: I don't remember, but I remember, well, then I was uh, getting pregnant with Alan. So they're always there when I'm having a baby,
0: so. And isn't there a bit of depression mm-hmm. on your, your side of the family well, with your brothers and sisters?
1: Well my other my sister doty, yeah, my doty doty and her husband uh, I guess they were having some kind of a problem and and uh, and there's a mystery about uh, doty
0: what's the mystery?
1: Well, how she died?
0: How did she die?
1: Well, she was in a car, but the, uh, she could have been in a garage in a car, oh yeah. And she had, um, I don't know, I never saw the article about it.
0: It was your sister. But,
1: but they, everyone, my family, my brothers, all blamed the uh, S- Stewart, the husband. Really? Yeah, you know, on whatever happened.
0: You think she might have tried to kill herself?
1: Well, that's what the story is,
0: yeah. But you don't know for sure.
1: I don't know for sure. What but, about Harris? What about Harris?
0: Did he have, ever have anything like that?
1: No. no. Harris was in a car accident though,
0: Yeah.
1: and he had a metal plate in his head, and he was never the same after that.
2: Mm.
1: And he died in a nursing home. Mm. But when they were working, they were all doing well until it didn't do well.
0: All right, let's get back to Alan. When Alan was born, oh, well, you, you hit this postpartum depression mm-hmm. where you're like, I got these responsibilities, mm-hmm. I'm by myself, you know, grandpa gets to go do army, mm-hmm. play army all day long, and I'm here wondering what the heck life is, mm-hmm. right? Is that the depression?
1: I was just depressed. I yeah. mean, I just... Uh, you couldn't feel uh, any I, sort I, of I, happiness. Yeah, I was I was not happy. And, um, and it might have been, you know, I might have been uh, uh, pregnant with Alan then, who knows. And Alan
0: is the one that brought you out of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alan was born on my birthday.
0: Born on your birthday. When I
1: was 25.
0: 25. Yeah. And by this point, Dave is almost three.
1: Yeah, because he was born in February and then in March the 20th, David was three.
0: So when
1: when Alan was born,
0: so tell me about.
1: I had three in diapers. It was like having triplets.
0: Here's a here's one from Dave. He wants to know what happened at Fort Bragg and how was Alan saved. Apparently.
1: Oh Al, Oh, that was when um, Alan was uh, eight months old. Um, he got meningitis. Ah. Uh, he. Um, Well, I know he had fallen one time, at eight months he fell, he had a bad fall, and then I remember going bowling, we went bowling, and I put him in the the nursery there, and then after that he got sick. So you know, to me it's a combination, he fell, he got sick at the nursery. And then he got, you know. And um, I was playing cards with uh, some neighbors, and my mom was watching um, uh, Alan, and he quit breathing. Wow. Yeah, his temperature went up so high, and he just quit breathing. And when I walked in, uh, I just quickly, you know, gave him breath. You know, I, I breathed into his mouth. I didn't want him to die. And um, we took him to the hospital. We are right there by uh, Fort Bragg uh, Hospital. See, it was Fort Benning then. We were at Fort Benning. And they said that he, he quit breathing a couple of times after, after that, after we gave him to the doctor, you know, the emergency. So he, he was having a problem breathing but uh, he got through it.
0: He pulled through.
1: Pulled through. And they said he pulled through because of, uh, uh, because kind of, that he had uh, parents that were healthy or something. He's, they said something about that. He had this. this
0: uh, Unwavering spirit within his genes.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how they put it. Okay. Yeah, because uh, when he was, they uh, they 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 were preparing us for him to be a vegetable. And, oh wow! Yeah, and uh, then the um, there was um, see Kennedy. Not Kennedy. Human missile crisis. Yeah, it was the missile crisis. Yeah, in fifty one, and um, they. They cleared the hospital, but they left Alan and Dr. Gray there with a nurse.
0: They stayed behind?
1: Uh huh. With Alan. He was so serious. Oh, wow. And that's what saved his life, probably. Huh. Mm-hmm. Because they concentrated on him. They had to tap his brain. Uh, his head was big. I remember his head was heavy and big. And they tapped his brain and they flew the fluid out. Anyway.
0: So there's a few things I want to know. Um, some that Dave wants to know, too. So we've got three boys. You're living in the military mm-hmm. with Ben. You're traveling. You're mm-hmm. going to Korea. He's going to Korea. He's going to Vietnam. You're traveling to different parts of the country every year and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Two years, three years.
1: Mm-hmm. Whenever.
0: What was it like raising the boys on your own basically?
1: It didn't seem to be a problem. Uh, I hated moving, I hated moving. But uh, we made it like a vacation, you know, like we were going places and we ate out. We never ate out unless we were moving. Right. Yeah. At that At that time, the restaurants weren't that big of a thing. That's, Did you? That's when they first came out with McDonald's McDonald's. and all that.
0: Were you aware that each time you moved somewhere that you were going to be moving again? So would you like keep stuff boxed up?
2: Mm
1: -mm. No, I never thought about that.
0: Uh. Mm
1: No, I just, uh, we didn't really have that much then, you know?
0: So so I guess I'm at a bit of an advantage because I know from this point forward, I know a good bit about what it was like for the boys.
1: Sid uh, loved television. Yeah. Yeah. We came back. He still does. <laughs> when we came back from Germany, he just sat in front of the TV. He'd go to bed and wake up and just wait. Because, you know, the TV would turn off at night and then there would be that. Uh, Static. And there was a picture there you know, whatever it was, and he would wait until it came on. Huh. He'd get up, if he got up earlier. I don't what, know. What I don't was know. Dave doing?
0: What was Dave like?
1: I guess uh, they probably all were doing that. If they got up early. They'd play. They'd do their thing, and they'd sit in front of the TV set uh, playing. Yeah. David, uh, especially when there was advertisement with the TV program, uh-huh. when there was advertisement, then he, David would go crazy. You know, he'd want to.
0: So, so didn't he go live with uh, Uncle Alan?
1: Well, that was when he was in uh, tenth grade, I think, tenth or eleventh grade. What
0: precipitated that? What made that decision? Oh,
1: he wasn't getting along with uh, Ben, and he were just uh, terrible. They were just. They wouldn't get along. uh, David wouldn't listen, and Ben couldn't control him, and it. And so he sent him, uh, and then David wanted to go uh, to the Hebrew Academy, and so um, we said, okay, go live with uh, Bobby in Kansas City, and Bobby was living with Vicky and Alan. So uh, that's how
0: did that? How did you arrange that? Did, were they okay with having Dave come? That's like a heavy burden to bear as a whole new person.
1: Yeah, but he's a 10th grader. You know, there's no, uh, all you have to do is feed him and uh, let him sleep, go to school. But it it was not an issue. I mean, uh, Mom uh, enjoyed having David there.
0: Okay. Yeah. And what about Alan and Sid? What were they doing during this time?
1: Well, the house was peaceful. It was? Yeah, after David left. Really? (laughs) It was a peaceful house, yeah.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Was Alan watching TV, reading comic books? Was he active, running around? I don't
1: know, they had their you know, their homework and stuff to do. They did well in school, the kids. Sid said he read a lot of comics.
0: I just, I remember him saying that at some point.
1: I don't know, but uh, can we take a break now?
0: Yeah, actually we can be done.
1: <clears throat> okay, I don't know if we... Uh... How long have we been doing this?
0: Almost an hour and a half. Oh, really? Yeah. I wanted to get a little bit about the boys. We've only got four more questions left.
1: What well, was Okay, let me go use the bathroom.
0: All right, let's let's come back in 5 minutes. All right, go ahead. What'd you say?
1: Well, I said I uh, I don't I didn't mention that when I went to Germany, I became a Red Cross volunteer and gave a lot of my time you know, to the hospital and things. And I'd put the boys in a German um, uh, daycare.
0: How old were they for that?
1: Well, they were probably uh, four, three, and
0: one. What'd you do at the I, hospital? I,
1: well, I would uh, uh, be a um, uh, chaperone for the doctors, and OBGYN and uh, do different things. I, but um, I did that for a long time. When I came back in the States, uh, let's see, when we came back in the States, I would uh, go to the hospitals, like at Fort Leavenworth and Fort Riley. Coming towards, it was during the Vietnam era, and a lot of the guys came, I was, when we were stationed at Silver Spring, Maryland, I did volunteer work when the kids were in school at Walter Reed Hospital. At Walter Reed I I couldn't take the ward with these guys coming over and um, they were really in bad condition and I would come home and I, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't leave it at the hospital, it, it stayed with me.
2: Yeah. You
1: know, so I just couldn't do that anymore. So I stopped working on the ward there. And then I, you know, when we were at Fort Leavenworth, I did um, the uh, Red Cross, the volunteer stuff, and I volunteered at, the, at schools. You know, everything I did was volunteer work, huh. school. And the Hebrew Academy, the kids went to the Hebrew Academy, I think, two or three
0: years in
1: Silver Spring, Maryland.
0: Didn't one of them get kicked out of the Hebrew Academy for pulling their pants down?
1: Oh, no, that wasn't the Hebrew Academy. That was in Germany. Your father, actually, he had swim trunks underneath. (laughs) (laughs) But the teacher didn't know it. (laughs) And I don't know if he pulled that off, too. I don't know. But that was in... um, when he was in preschool, we were getting ready to go back to the states
0: so what was it like for you when Dave was graduating high school and wanting to go to where did he want to, he wanted to go to the air force academy
1: when he graduated high school
0: yeah, when we left off he was in he went in to stay with your mom and Vicky and allen yeah uh, when then did he you guys, then he
1: came back
0: when did next you guys, year
1: next year his senior year he came back to uh, uh, Fort Leavenworth.
0: How did y'all make the decision to bring him back?
1: I don't know. Just that.
2: We <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Well, it was a, he, we were only going to leave him there for a year, and then we brought him back, and then he was going to play uh, basketball, you know, for the uh, Leavenworth High School. Right. Yeah. And I remember their uh, their bar mitzvahs. We were in Silver Spring, Maryland. And they each wore, uh, David liked blue, so we got him a blue suit. Sid liked red, so we got him a sort of a reddish suit. And Alan was a, like a green suit. Huh. Yeah. They were kind of bing, bing, bing with the, the bar mitzvahs. Yeah. Because uh, when David was due for a bar mitzvah, Ben was in uh, Vietnam, so we waited till he got back. So David and Sid were like six months apart on their bar mitzvah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we got stationed at Fort Levin, Fort Riley, and then Alan had his bar mitzvah at Fort
0: Riley. And what kind of uh, celebrations were they? Bigger or smaller?
1: They were. They were, in that time... Uh, Sisterhood would do, uh, because we had it at uh, Long Branch, New Jersey for David and Sid, and then we had a nice luncheon after the bar mitzvah, the Sisterhood put out, and for both of them, and um, for Alan, um, for Alan it was catered by a, a kosher person, and she had these this uh called Pletzels. It was a crispy uh, dough that you sprinkled powdered sugar on. I remember that was a big thing to have at bar mitzvahs. Hmm. And she brought that. And um that was kind of a uh, kind of a sad time because mom uh Bobby had died in December and then we had his bar mitzvah I think in like in February. Um so
0: how did you how did you deal with that?
1: Well, we dealt with it, but yeah, it, it just wasn't a it was nice for the bar mitzvah, but you know, it's sad not having her there.
0: I remember being here
1: mm-hmm.
0: when my grandmother passed away. Ellie, you were here? We were I remember it was after. <clears throat> it was a little bit we had found out or it just happened, or something. Or it was... I don't remember, but uh, it was we a little...
1: We weren't in this house, were we?
0: We were... In Palm on, Bay? We were, it was either this house or the other house, but we were on... What ba- year was it? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just going to give you the memory. Um, where it was my father was sitting by the pool, and he just... It was one of the only times I ever saw him cry.
1: You mean you just heard that he, she died?
0: I don't know if we had just heard, or if he was still processing it or dealing with it, but it was one of the only times I ever saw him show that type of emotion, to process what had happened. Mm-hmm. What was it like for you after you found out about your mom?
1: Well, what I wonder what triggered it then, at that time.
0: I think we were talking about arrangements, potentially. Like funerals or...
1: Oh, you're, you're planning the funeral?
0: I don't know what it was, I, I can't remember.
1: Uh, ben, do you remember when Doris died? Where we were living?
2: I think we were living here. And I think that you were just about ready to go to some camp, Adam, and you went, and then you came back.
1: Because you couldn't stop you crying.
0: And mm-hmm. no, it wasn't space camp. It was. A, no, it was you a
1: you did camp. you did go to space camp. I did. <laughs>
0: and, and I had a big bag of cookies that were all crumbled up and there's a picture that I really like. Grandpa was trying to make me take these this big bag of crumbled cookies.
1: <laughs> Why were they crumbled?
0: Cuz they were in the they were in a bag or something and they just got ruined. And I was really embarrassed. that grandpa was like, "Take these cookies." And I didn't want to want to. But Space Camp was awesome. Mm. So uh but all right, so let's let's talk about Dave going to college.
2: Mm-hmm. He was recruited. Yeah,
1: yeah they they were he was recruited, but he chose uh, to go to the um, uh, Air Force Academy.
0: How did it, you feel about that?
1: I thought it would be good for him.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> and uh, it was close by because we were living at Fort Riley, so it was just right up the road. Really, you know, you go straight up the highway, and there was Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. But that was, I think, probably a five or eight-hour drive. Yeah.
0: So he went away, and then at the house it's just Sid and Alan. What What are Sid and Alan doing at this time? They're
2: playing sports,
1: going to school. Oh wait a minute! I know what. When we had Sid and Alan at home, David went to the prep. Uh, what's that called? The, prep, the school. prep school, which was at Fort Monmouth, wasn't it? No. Where was it? It
2: was at Colorado Springs. Was it? Was it a-
1: Oh, it was okay. When he was at the prep school, I think we were still at Fort uh, Leavenworth, weren't?
0: You want to come over here, Grandpa? <laughs> huh?
1: He was at he was at Fort Leavenworth then. So.
0: Is he coming over here?
1: Anyway. You're gonna
0: have to sit next to Bobby. Uh,
1: so Sid and Alan, we were still at Fort Leavenworth. When we went to Fort Riley, Sid went to the Air Force Academy and, and too. He was in
2: the same class as David, because David-
0: You'll have to sit up, the microphone's gonna pick you up. As,
2: as David has gone to the prep school, so they would have been in the same class at uh, the Air Force Academy. Mm-hmm. All right, so- But
1: Sid did not like, um, I, uh, liked the, uh, the Academy. When we came there to visit, we didn't recognize Sid. He had lost so much weight. Well, we went weight. to
2: football practice, and a lot of people in uniforms, with, he had lost a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah.
1: He, he wasn't recognizable. Anyway. Um,
2: so what's
0: Alan doing while well, he, they're both at-
2: He's going to Kansas State. Later on, he went to the prep school at the Air Force Academy. He did? Yeah. Before or after Kansas State? No, before.
1: Yeah. And right, right after, after high after school. After the prep
2: school, he decided he didn't want the appointment, and he went to Kansas State but he got a lot of college credit and stuff. Okay. And he played football at Kansas State. All right, so. He's still got two years of eligibility. He He does. (laughs) He does. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) All right, so these are the last few questions for you, Bobby. okay? What's the best thing that ever happened to you?
1: Best thing that ever happened to me?
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. Gee, well, uh, getting married and having three sons—that's
0: the best. Best
1: thing, yeah. That's what I always wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: What are any of your regrets?
1: Regrets. Probably regretted not uh, my senior year, not uh, not uh, going out as a date on New Year's, because I think it would have saved that guy's life.
0: Oh, right. So yeah. he wanted to go on a date, but you no, didn't. No, w-
1: that's my regret. We didn't, we, we decided not going separate ways. Uh. You know, the girls would go do their thing and the guys would do theirs.
0: Uh. Yeah,
1: that's probably a regret.
0: Any other ones?
1: I'd have to think about that, regrets. Regrets, can you, can you what's, kind, what's a, a regret? Yeah.
0: Name do a you, regret. A regret for me, would be the last time I talked to my ex-girlfriend, Krista, before she passed away. I would have-
1: How how did she pass away?
0: She overdosed. Did she? I would have liked to, I should have gone, and I would have liked to like, literally gone over to her that night after she was talking to me on the phone.
1: Mm -hmm. You knew she was under stress? I
0: knew she was under stress, and I also knew that what I was saying to her, like I don't regret anything I said, I guess the regret is, and I guess part of the reason I am the way I, I am is I wish I would've had, I wish I would've known more mm-hmm. to offer a better solution to her, mm-hmm. but I didn't at the time. Mm-hmm. But now I now I know if I ever get that call again, I know what to do, but th- mm-hmm. at that, that time I didn't.
2: Yeah. Well hindsight's pretty good.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. But you know, she made that decision. It wasn't nothing about you.
0: Yeah, but the, the, the problem for me was that that a decision that she could have made, there was, no, there was no environment or avenue for her to go with her beliefs, like what she wanted. There mm-hmm. just wasn't something that was made for her to go there to. There
1: wasn't another path. There wasn't another
0: shot. path. There
2: was no escape path.
0: There was, yeah, there was nothing that had been made yet. So that's mm-hmm. part of the reason. Where was
1: her parents? They're in town. Mm-hmm. Was she living with them?
0: No, she had her own place. Oh, and she worked? She worked, yeah, she was in school.
1: You think she was having a uh, breakdown? Yeah, I
0: mean, she was. She had a problem with drugs and alcohol. Yeah. But she didn't like the institution of twelve-step recovery treatment centers and, and, de- mm-hmm. and mental health stuff. Mm-hmm. So, if I had known what I know now, I could have. Mm-hmm. I could you're have shown her. Some action. Yeah, taken some action. Yeah. But, you know, like you said, hindsight's twenty twenty, and we yeah. learn from those experiences, and it causes us to do things today to hopefully prevent something like that. Well,
2: there's another thing. You never know what's really in somebody's head. No, you don't. That, that, uh, but you
0: it, can know how he, someone is in a given moment in time. Oh, yeah, you
2: can you can do that, but uh, for the short term. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm sure you guys experience it with the Guardian Mad Leiden program, is you mm. can do everything you can, but mm. at the end of the day, the person's going to mm-hmm. make their choice. You can't lose sleep You try
1: or... to get across <laughs> to them that they've got to make the right choices. Stuff.
0: So... What are some of your hobbies besides painting? And what do you like about painting? Those are two separate questions. So what are you, do? so you're doing the Guardian Latin program?
1: Well, the painting is an outlet, okay. you know, and I still haven't found uh, how I want to paint. You know, my, uh, I'm still uh, trying to it's, it's interesting.
2: It's interesting Irene says that because we have this Guardian Madalytum little girl, she's 14. And she likes to paint. And Irene asked her what she likes to paint, and she says, "I like to paint my feelings." Yeah, and 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 I think that's great. I mean, I think mm-hmm. you know, I think. Well, that's I'd great. like to
1: see what she means yeah, by yeah, well, it. Well. I'll have to see.
0: But when you say that you don't, you're still trying to figure out how you want to paint.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just like I I'm mean, trying have, to.
1: Yeah, because I have ideas what I what I want to put on the canvas, but for some reason it doesn't come out like I want it right yeah
0: so that's that's like with me trying to figure out how to write yeah. <laughs> like i haven't i so but wouldn't you say because looking around at the at the house there's so many of your paintings
2: mm-hmm.
0: wouldn't you say that the idea itself is the process of trying to become on the canvas
1: it could be could be but some paintings i like better than others you know
0: yeah
2: i think what you like one thing you like to do is when you get your group decides we want to do stars in the sky. And everybody does something with that sort of a direction.
1: Well, And, and, and yeah. then
2: they all produce something for their exhibit. Yeah. But I think yeah. you like that. that because
1: well, that, that's a, a uh, camaraderie thing and it's nice.
0: What do you think about, oh, let me ask you this. Were you guys, where were you guys when we landed on the moon?
2: Well, I was at, uh, we living were, at 903 Hyde Road in Silver Spring, Maryland.
1: Oh, wait a minute. When they landed on the moon,
2: yeah. we
1: weren't in, uh, wait a minute, we weren't in Germansville? No. What was that that we were all watching then?
2: I don't remember a football game.
1: No, no. <laughs> we all, the kids and us, we all that got was, there. That was at
2: 903 Hyde Road and that was in 1969. That's where we where, where it was, in uh, Silver Springs, Maryland. Do you hmm. remember watching it, Bobby?
1: I remember watching it in Germansville. There was something. Might
2: like... Have been a rebroadcast? No. Why? Well, they made more one trip when... to the moon. Well, this was the yeah, first time. They did. The first time was in 1969, and we lived in Washington.
0: Was there? Did you feel the excitement?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah because uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, NASA and the space business was. Also, right near where we were, not like Cape Canaveral here, there were more of a uh, sci- a lot of science end of it was there and stuff. So.
0: Do you feel, uh, Bobby, Do you feel a natural affinity to space or the stars or anything?
1: I like uh, to look at the uh, sky. Yeah, but
2: uh. well, you know, you, you mentioned that you know an interesting little tidbit. You remember when the Challenger went down? Yeah, when the Challenger went down. I was teaching at UCF, and I heard about it when I was getting something to eat at Burger King. I came back here, and I was at that time a a vice chairman of the Jewish Federation.
1: You didn't put this in your uh, thing that you were talking about?
2: I haven't been there yet, but I'm just mentioning this because it's a subject. Okay, (laughs) okay, so anyway. uh, I remember hearing it on your... And they were supposed to, they were supposed to, uh, uh, do the ceremony on a Friday, and they changed it to Saturday because Ronald Reagan was going to go down to Houston and give a speech on uh, on Friday. Everything is all PR and all that stuff. Well, no rabbi will do that on a Saturday. Right. Okay. So I get a call from Cape Canaveral, the uh, the Public Affairs Office at uh, the space. It's the first time I ever heard a guy call me with sweating his voice because they wanted to do a memorial and of course they had a Jewish woman on that, uh, on that ship on an aircraft so he said will you do it well that's the last request I wanted to get but I said yes and I did it and I was on television all over the world and two guys called me and said I thought you died in Vietnam <laughs> <laughs> but I did it and uh, it's interesting they asked me they wanted to review my remarks before I sent them I said if you asked me, you're gonna to have to ex- you have to
0: ask someone else.
2: Expect what, what I say. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go through that. So yeah. I did, and uh,
0: and That's I cool. gave that
2: thing uh, on a Saturday. I just felt it was the right thing to do.
0: So now that I got both you guys here, I want to ask some questions about how it is living with each other. Because Bobby, just just that dialogue we just had, yeah. Grandpa's got a lot of stories, yeah. and I'm sure you've heard a lot of the yeah. stories. Is it? Do you? Are you just extremely patient now?
2: <laughs> is that what it is? No,
1: no. The thing is, uh, he said that, and when you had interviewed him about his life.
2: No, I didn't. I didn't talk. I about remember
1: that. hearing that.
2: Well, you, you saw the DVD too, but the, I don't
0: think. How is it when I'm not? What is it like when people aren't around? Is, does do you guys?
2: Do you tell oh, yeah. stories to yeah, Bubby? Yeah, we talk, well, when I come back, I'll tell her what happened or whatever. We. Uh, we address that, uh, and she does too. You don't agree?
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you talk. <laughs>
0: what do you? Th- what with, do
2: you? What do you think, Bobby? It starts with how was your day? Mm-hmm.
1: I would say that uh, he's a workaholic, and number
2: one workaholic.
0: Always got to be working on something. Yeah,
2: yeah. Now I wouldn't agree with that. I say when I've got a task to do, you know, what did I tell you one time? Well, what this, is is the, well like? this is the this is interesting and I thing. Said you guys are in a
0: space of your life. You create the tasks. That's right. No, you not create always. the tasks.
2: No, yeah. When I when I create, and I'm I'm involved in the Guardian I'd Light Lighten program. I'm going to do it well. Yeah. And, and and
1: But with the Guardian and Lighten program, you're supposed to keep it to yourself. You're not supposed to discuss it with other people. Oh, but I could
2: discuss in the area of anonymity. I don't uh, I don't discuss people's names. Either. But I mean You're I la- wait,
0: why are you laughing well, about Oh No,
2: me? but that helps you that helps but that helps me sometimes with the dialogue with somebody when I talk about a situation. They say if you gotta talk
1: about it, talk about it with another gal. I, that's what they say.
2: That's, when we took the call. Well, they also <laughs> they also told See, us, I didn't know that. They also say that you don't convey your notes to the case manager. And I always give my notes to the case manager. I I may extract things that are not appropriate for her to get, or I don't think, but I because we really have the same mission. We are we're supposed to help that child. Yes. And if I if if I uh, uh, you know, see something in one of my reports or they need some kind of service. I agree with why you. Why wouldn't I tell us same? I, th- I, I, think... told, I told the people at the Guardian, oh, I'm not Alan, but the people. I said, pound sand, I'm not going to do that. I said, well, it's not a military secret.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of the Guardian Ad Litem program, Alan just called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you
1: just got a phone call from him?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's him. Hey, Adam. Hey, you're on speakerphone. We're, we're actually recording uh, oh. something with Bubby. Hi. Oh, this. That's
2: great. Hey, the first thing I want to say since I'm on uh, the speaker and it's being recorded, I don't want you skateboarding anymore, I, Adam. You're like falling all over
1: the <laughs> I, I told him, I said, at least wear a suit.
2: I started going to synagogue and to
0: pray <laughs> <laughs> hey can I can, we, can I can we call you back after we finish
1: well maybe he yeah, has I'll, some call me back any time
2: that's what brainstorm with
0: you. okay,
2: okay bye. Right, bye. bye well thank you at the pizza gallery mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but anyway uh, and, and I always went on the assumption if I have something to do I always do 50% of it right away because it sort of gets you, so it might be a phone call, it could be anything, because it really gets you set up and you'll probably finish it anyway. And, and uh, an, another thing, I'm, uh, I think when you're late to something without calling, you're, you're discounting the person you're supposed to meet. Hmm. So I, and, and I think.
0: Uh, uh, so hmm. patience is
2: it patience? <laughs> what? <laughs> that no commit. I backed commit off. I backed <laughs> off with her. I don't worry about that so much anymore. because we are always going to be late. Yeah. But uh, uh, but uh, just I came. I come from a different uh, space, and it's about it's about respect for other people.
0: So we we can uh, we can pretty we can be done.
2: Are,
1: are, 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 is your headache gone? Yeah, it's gone. That worked.
0: Yeah, that did work. Good whatever you'll, supplement you you'll take
1: You'll take it, oh. home. take it home with you.
0: What is it about health that makes you so passionate about it? Being healthy, eating healthy, exercising?
1: Oh, I, that started at Fort Riley, Kansas. I was probably in my 40s, would you say? When did you go to uh, Fort Riley? 1978. 78? You were 41. Okay, 41. Uh, I started, um, um, I wanted to, to feel good because I, I wasn't feeling good. I was, um, anyway, so I, I wanted to feel good. And I was listening to a radio and I'd hear these people, it, it was a psychi- psychiatrist, and he would answer their questions and I would hear all these people talking. Oh, first off, we were in, uh, oh, you were at Fort Leavenworth, Fort Leavenworth, and I had another bad time where I couldn't cope.
2: Remember, That's when we got remember, orders to Washington.
1: He got orders for Washington, and I went with my mom to pick a house out, and that was a big thing. The house was a, actually a four-bedroom house with three baths. It was a nice place, and... It just uh, took me over the edge because I was spending so much money. It was, oh, well, it was 34500 That was a lot of money. Uh, Grandpa wasn't even making $1,000 a month yet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> and uh, and I had a uh, another semi-breakdown. Mm-hmm. It, when I got back, that was in... Uh,
2: I was at school at Fort Leibniz at the time. That's,
1: that's right, that's right. Okay, but what was I leading up to, I was going to tell Health,
0: you. being healthy. Oh, the,
1: and, that, and then I, and they wanted to give me medication for this, for my uh, being so depressed. So, um, I didn't want to take medication, so I started listening to the, the talk, this talk radio with a psychiatrist, mm-hmm. and so, and they, they talked about eating properly and, and exercising, so I started uh, running for a mile every day. And Man. I started...
2: Uh, what that dancer you used to do, that, uh, what, what was that you did? That was
1: jazzercise, jazzercise or, something. or something. Started doing all kinds of exercise and I started e- eating, uh, trying to stay away from eating more vegetables and you know, doing all those things that are healthy. And, and, I, and I didn't need medication after that. And I started feeling better.
0: How soon did it take effect?
1: How soon did it take effect?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It, it, it was more or less right away. The minute I started eating properly and exercising.
0: And you've been going ever since.
1: Yeah, and then I, I think I, that's
0: it, awesome. Have you had another I, breakdown since? Oh
1: no, not at all.
0: See, I think that's uh, you know, <laughs> after all my experiences in and around mental health and everything, mm-hmm. diet, exercise hmm Key.
1: And, and thinking
0: positive. Of course, I
1: was always a positive thinker. But you also
0: had the radio shows and talk radio telling you or describing yeah. what to do. and, and I, got, I got hooked
1: on talk radio and listening to these psychiatrists. And I would go to psychiatrists and talk to them. I would get appointment Every time we moved, I'd go see a psychiatrist. Nice. Yeah, because it, it was very tough for me to move. Yeah. But then by the time we got to Fort Riley... I was in my 40s is when I got serious about what I ate and the exercise.
2: Also at Fort Riley, she went to cosmetology school and graduated. Yeah. And she also uh, went to Kansas State and took art classes. Nice. Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, I did.
0: So this is the last thing I want to do then. All right, before we close. Okay. I just wanted you to, to just describe or say something about each one of your grandkids.
1: Grandkids?
0: Yeah,
2: You could start with the A's.
0: We'll start. We'll start with. We'll start with the first one, Leah. Wait a
1: minute, Leah. Yeah. Oh, that was uh, exciting to be uh, uh, having a grandchild. I remember, um, I used to uh, take uh, Leah uh, in a um, stroller. Stroller. And you know, go, maybe go places and go shopping with her and stuff. And they'd always thought, think I was the mother.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and then and then when I had Emily, and I and then uh, Jake, and I remember uh, they were living. Uh, Leah and Jake and Gloria were living near us while David was in what Korea? Korea. Korea. Uh, when I would take them, they always thought I was the mother, and that stopped after a while. You know, as I got older.
0: <laughs> you know, I but, always sensed I always sensed that with Leah and Jake.
1: What?
0: There was, you guys had a special type of bond that I could sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we were uh, close. Yeah. You know, because uh, we went
2: through blocks and away from them in yeah. Bombay.
1: Yeah, they they always uh, we were always together. And
2: David was in Iraq. They lived right over here in Merritt Island. Right. And
1: and you were close to the uh, Doris and your your grandparents. Yeah, yeah. We were
0: because, really really close. Yeah.
1: The yeah. uh, same thing.
0: So because,
1: so because because uh, Sherry was close to her folks, you know, and it just worked out that way. And and my my boys were close to my Bobby. My mom.
2: Even when your mom and dad separated, we always maintained a relationship with your mother.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, You're looking at me like it's
2: no, no, I mean, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Some people.
0: I didn't know what that looked no, like. <laughs> I'm saying I, I would say majority people pick something okay. Son. Yeah, no. No, yeah, we, no ne- we never. Uh, we did
2: son. not. Uh, we did not get involved. Well, you
0: don't have to. He's your son. Sid's no, your I, son.
2: I know that. But, no, but we, but we, we felt, always we, felt Sherry, we,
1: we always felt Cherry was part of the family too. I
2: mean, we didn't. Uh, when when they got their divorce, I I maintained. We maintained contact with her. Remember the mm-hmm. birthday? You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, That's the kind of place we come from. You know, we. Mm-hmm.
0: Know? That's interesting because Dad was pretty pretty much the same way with. Fraser and Ellie and Doris. Yeah. It was was almost like it was his second parents. That's Mm -hmm.
2: right. And I felt the same way about uh, Irene's mother. Of course, I had lost my mother when I was 14, but I felt the same way about uh, uh, her mother. And uh, and, uh, her mother was very good. She lived with us for a long time, in and out, you know, but uh, Mm -hmm. she never uh, blocked and tackled.
0: So I guess I could take this opportunity for all of us to thank you guys for all the trips to Disney World and (laughs) Universal (laughs) for all of us. And getting lost. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What about uh, Kayla, Brennan, and Ryan? Because I feel like me, Emily, Jake, Alex, we were kind of in the same cesspool of birthing. And then came Kayla, Brennan, and Ryan. Yeah,
1: they're the three youngest grandchildren. Kayla... I was there when Kayla was born. It, it just always was just uh, exciting.
2: Well, she has a great relationship with Kayla.
1: Well, yeah. The only the only grandchildren we haven't really been close to is Brennan and Ryan. They have. Uh, I think it's the way Alan and Jody have it. You know, they they stay. Uh, they they almost are are raising raising their children how my mom and dad raised us oh, know, how's that well we uh, my mom and dad raised us and we were isolated you know Uh-huh. yeah
2: well they homeschooled for a while they, yeah they had, they had
1: but my mom we didn't
2: homeschool I know I think. they didn't know what homeschooling was yeah. know.
0: Well, all right well I think we got I think we got it all.
1: I think so. I can't think of anything else that I'd want you to uh, to know. Let's
0: So what's what's going on. What are you looking forward to in the future?
1: Oh, I always continued good health for everyone. But let me tell you, when we got married, we were at Fort Riley. After Fort Riley, you went to Korea. I'm going to tell you went, this.
2: Helicopter school. Then we went to Korea. Then I went to Korea.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I went to. We went to Mineral Wells first.
1: Yeah, it was Mineral Wells.
2: Where they had good prime rib at that restaurant.
1: Yeah.
2: Then I went to Korea, and Irene and
1: uh, and. Uh, I we were in uh, California. Uh, we stayed at.
2: um well,
1: Yeah. What was the name of that town?
2: Cheviot Hills.
1: Cheviot Hills, and Sid was born in uh, Culver City. I didn't see
2: Sid. Silly was uh, five months old.
1: Six months, yeah. Okay, I was just telling you the progression. And from there, we went to
2: Fort Bragg. Then you went to a school in... uh, Fort Benning for the advanced course? No. I know where I went. (laughs) Oh, no, we went to AMOC course up in Denby, Virginia. That was for a short course.
1: Yeah. Then then we
2: went to... uh, and my father opened up that post in 1917 yeah. on the yeah. dance party. Okay. But then I went, as a matter of fact, my father, Well, we went to the synagogue there outside of town, it was a reform synagogue, and there were women in that In that congregation that gave my father donuts in the First World War.
0: Hmm.
2: And, and they met each other, they don't rem- they remember giving donuts, they don't hmm. remember each other. These hmm. girls were very young then, you know, and, yeah. He was uh, 17 okay. years old. But
1: then from Denver, Virginia, we went back to Fort Bragg.
2: Right, yeah. Then we went to Fort Benning, yeah. then I went to Germany, yeah, then I, I went to, to Vietnam.
1: Yeah, and then I went to Kansas City, and then from Kansas City we went to uh, D.C., uh, Silver Spring, were you, Maryland. Were
0: you nervous when Grandpa was over in, in Vietnam?
1: Mm-mm.
0: No, you weren't?
1: I wouldn't listen to the news. Okay. I, I didn't watch the news at all.
0: Okay. So I did
1: not know what was going on. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to hear
0: it. So what's the point of this time frame you just gave? I just
1: wanted to give a time frame of how where we were moving. Ah, okay. And then from Silver Spring, Maryland, we went to
2: um I went back to Vietnam.
1: Yeah. And then we went to to uh
2: Allentown, Pennsylvania, Bethlehem. I was the professional. No, we thing, went to, so.
1: we went to Fort Leavenworth.
2: No. no. I went to, uh, I went to, uh, I was the PMS at Lehigh University, and then I went to Fort Leavenworth. I was only at Lehigh for a year. Mm-hmm. That's where the boys got those uh, uh, letters in basketball. Like yeah,
0: No one I just had.
2: Yeah, and then uh, from there uh, I went from Fort Leavenworth. I spent five years there, and then I went to Fort Riley and spent five years there. Huh. All right. And
1: then uh, came here. Came we to right. Florida. Florida. That's it. As a
2: matter of fact, like thinking ahead, we talked about that. When we lived in Silver Spring, Maryland, you No, know, when I was in Germany, I bought a lot what is now as Palm Bay. Right here in South Park, where we, our first house. Yeah. yeah. And then I, At in the 1972 or 73, I built a house down there and I rented it out for 11 years. Because if I went on another short tour, I really wanted to be where it was warm, and we rented that house out for 11 years, then we, Came down here, remodeled it, and lived in it for 11 years. Hmm. Yep. Sold it. And
1: now I got this house just the way I want it, with the pool. We I got a pool
2: there, too.
1: I got a yeah. lot of privacy in this house. I had the windows up high. Yeah. And the only... Um, and then I got the six-foot wall around there. And the only windows, really, are in those two bedrooms where you're at. And,
2: You're
0: looking at your watch like you want to go to pizza gallery. No, I was just reading
2: what time it was.
0: I want to go to pizza gallery. But
1: most most people, you know, they have windows you can see out. Yeah,
0: Yeah, you like to have your own space.
1: I like it private. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you're probably miserable here. No, I don't. No, you don't mind?
2: That kind of stuff, I'm ambivalent.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That could be why he goes out and and gets involved so much. I I don't
2: care. (laughs) But I get involved on in my own terms. Like, I, I you know, I was president of Temple for for four years. I was on the board a lot of times. I'm on the board now, but my term ends this uh, this year. And they asked me if I wanted to extend. I said oh, no, I
1: had l- listen, let's, let's tell them about the time when we were in Ger- uh, Germansville and you were the... Um, Professor of military science. Oh yeah, but uh, you, uh, where we lived you became what?
2: Oh they wanted me to be the mayor of the place.
1: <laughs> it wasn't
0: the, the mayor, mayor of
2: what? No, they. No, uh, they, you. They,
1: you became the head of something. The, the, what the, was that? The housing area. Yeah, he was the head of the housing area huh. that year we were there. He always uh, comes to the top. Well, He's no, always. No, happened,
2: they 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 create, always own,
0: I want I want to tell it though. You no, know, what happened? <laughs> this is, is her audible. <laughs> what happens
2: is, what happens is this: when you got you were in a place with a lot of civilians or whatever, and. Uh, You've got rank in the military. Something needs to get done. They sense it, they sense it. You'll grab the ball, charge. but I, I screwed them because <laughs> we had a lake in the back of our house and they wanted me to get insurance. Well, the price of insurance, there was no fees in this housing thing, but the insurance was a lot of money. So I drained the lake. When we left. <laughs> so now they hate me. Yeah. Another thing to find out when you're my, when you're our size, and you go and ask for something. I mean, politely. you not. With, you know, not in the face. People are intimidated by height and girth. They are. They are. Yeah. yeah. But your
1: father would remember Germansville because next door was a restaurant. They had this fried shrimp. Yeah. That he loved.
2: 99 cents.
1: <laughs> he got a whole big basket full.
0: So let's close it up, Bobby. What's your philosophy? What is it? What's the thing that you think the most about? What do you think is important?
1: What's important? Yeah. Is to be content and try to see it meet other people's needs. If you, if you can sense there's a need, try to meet it. Um, I don't like to see people uh, miserable. I like to see people get their needs met. Um,
2: That could be eating a mounds bar. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Anything.
0: Or having pizza gallery. That's right.
1: You getting hungry?
0: I'm starving.
1: Like, okay.
0: Like, I'm not that hungry. Well, anyway, I'll that tell was a bad, you. Time, <laughs> a bad word choice I'll, I'll tell I'm you. looking forward to Pizza Gallery
1: you're, you're looking forward to dinner
0: You know the last time we went You took me through a tour through the whole restaurant
1: oh, oh yeah. You mean the kitchen?
0: I don't know if it was you or the 2% that you own of it That took me through the tour no, I, did. I, did. <laughs> I think you led with the 2% <laughs> But somehow we ended up in the kitchen
2: We really got a uh, 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 I'm on their board And we meet once a quarter You know and I helped write his business plan and that stuff, but he has his uh, profit and loss statement where every employee can see it. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, he, he really is uh, proactive in that area. He's yeah. a very religious guy anyway, you know, and he does a lot for charity and stuff like that.
0: Well, that's good well, we're about to go there oh well, i'm fresh thanks again thanks again for i gotta call alan back and then we'll go okay okay well, wait,
1: wait a minute one other other thing i believe in good parenting mm-hmm. and i believe in giving children roots you know the whole saying give them roots and and then um uh, give them uh wings you know let them do their thing. I don't believe in, um, what would be the word uh, when you uh, do something for someone which they sh- could do for themselves?
0: Oh, when you enable? Yeah. Or coddle?
1: Yeah, coddle.
2: Yeah. What yeah. you believe is uh, encouraging independence. Yeah.
1: I, that's, uh, and
2: and that, authenticity. And the
1: reason I do that, the reason I encourage independence is because that's not how I was brought up.
2: That's how I was brought up. Yeah.
1: And Wait, when we go to the Soleil
2: we'll talk about
1: that. You were brought up that way, but but you you take it to the umph degree.
2: No. <laughs> uh, it, you, you know if if you have something to do and you can do it, mm-hmm. you might as well do it. Why do you, ask you might really need the other person to do something that's really important something. Hmm. That's the anyway, biggest microphone. Adam, I think I'm you, back you, in nineteen twenty. You, yes, you
1: do a good job. Thanks. You do a good job. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm glad we got this. Yeah,
1: I am. I hope you make a lot of money on this, and not you. Not this particular. No, on your job. Yeah. I think this should go well. You just got to find your
2: Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> now what it is is you got to Well, you got to do it for people, and they tell other
0: people. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is just something. I, this is thing. just something I like to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other stuff I'm working on, there's a plan and a strategy. And I'm not going to need Oprah. I'm not.
2: No? No, you have what you call a business plan. That's um, what it
0: is. No, no, you have a you have a marketing strategy.
2: That's part of a business plan. Yeah. Well, anyway.
0: Anyway, we can talk about that later. But thank you so much for doing this. And I won't let anyone okay. listen to it if you don't want them to. Okay. And, yeah.
1: And can I add things to it and things if I wanted to? Can you do that afterwards?
0: Yeah, if you like have a thought or something. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. I'm going to save this.
1: I think we hit upon everything I wanted to say.
2: All right.